Welcome CTSnet friends to 2024. Well at CTSnet we've got a New Year's resolution, we're bringing you an all new website, we're bringing you some world's best series, we've got amazing Vince Gaudiani series coming on Tava Reoperations and there's so much more. Uh, this week uh, in CTSnet Beat Podcast we're going to profile three really great papers for you, great gadget for checking aortic valve repair, gender differences in aortic dissection and a machine learning tool to bring it long term outcomes after mitral. We've also got an absolutely huge summary of the 2023 best videos we ever did. So check out our website, check out our full CDSnet podcast and we're going to be doing a weekly podcast every single week uh, this year to keep you up to date with all the best and greatest news in cardiothoracic surgery. so much for joining me again in 2024. We've had a little Christmas break and I hope you've had a great break too. And as I said in the introduction, we've got some big CTSnet New Year's resolutions. The first one is we're going to have a new look website. Uh, at initial glance, it may not look too dramatic, but actually it's going to be a lot cleaner. We're going to be able to put the very best videos at the top for you to select really easily. We're going to try and be more personalised so that you can see what you uh, want to see. Uh, and, and I'm sure it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Secondly, we've got a really big ambitious project. Remember, we went to the Cleveland Clinic Ohio to see the world's best surgery. I've already seen some of the videos we got out there. Lars Svensson, uh, some brilliant aortic uh, surgery, some bentals, some uh, some uh, myectomies, all sorts of things. It looks really, really good. So we're really excited about that. And our New Year's resolution is to get out to other world's best centres. So let me know what you think a world's best is going to be. And we're not just going to limit ourselves to America. We really want to get out uh, and find some other great units. So I hope you'll be excited about that. Uh, we've also been talking to the best surgeons in the world and Vince Gaudiani uh, is doing an amazing series of videos on how to reoperate on people with TAVAS. We'll be profiling that in the next few weeks. Uh, and I've got a really interesting set of videos coming up from Professor Tristan Yan from Australia who's doing incredible things with the robot. So look out for that in the coming months. But back to the CTS Netbeat podcast this week. We've got three great papers for you and my favourite of all uh, is from uh, Bardia Arabkhani, uh, Mark Hasenkamp, they're from uh, the LUMC, Leiden University Medical Centre in the Netherlands and uh, in the European Journal this month they have published the Aortic Valve Visualisation and Pressurisation Device, a novel device for interoperative evaluation of aortic valve repair procedures. So I've seen this a few times around, it looks so good. Uh, you basically are doing your valve sparing root replacement. Mm. And then there's basically a cap to put on your top of your Dacron graft. You slap it on, it's got a 10mm port uh, for your 10mm endoscope, and then it's got a sidearm for your saline cardioplegia. So you fill up your root, uh, and then while you're giving your cardioplegia, you can have a good look at what functionally the valve looks like, check its closing, check the coaptation heights. But also the magic about this is it can check the mils per minute of leak. So in this paper, they uh, do a really 
great job. It's 24 patients uh, and they looked to see what their results were. The average leakage was 90 mils per minute, but in three patients, they got some really bad leaks, 330 mils, 260 mils. And that meant that they had to either revise the repair or in one case, they just replaced it, but that avoided a bad operation. So great job, that sounds brilliant. And it's a really quick and easy to use cap. They've got a little video uh, in the paper, which I really enjoyed watching. And uh, I think it's just genius. Um, if I had to make a prediction, I think within five years, every single aortic valve, uh, valve sparing root replacement surgeon will be using this because it's so easy. Why wouldn't you do it? Uh, so great job to them. Check that out uh, from the European Journal this month. Second paper we've got uh, is called uh, Type A Aortic Dissection is More Aggressive in Women. So this paper is from Simone Gasser and Julia Dumforth, uh, and they're from the University of Innsbruck in Austria. And uh, they had a look at uh, their series of Type A Aortic Dissections. Uh, this series goes from 2000 to 2020, a 20-year experience. That's 394 uh, patients, uh, so 20 a year, and and 32% uh, and were ladies. Um, so the women uh, had aortic dissection at an older age, 67 versus 57. That's quite a big difference, really. Um, they seemed to have a more aggressive preoperative course. Uh, so with critical presentation or even lethal rupture, 7% versus 2%. So they came more ill. Um, they came uh, less often uh, with chest pain. Men had chest pain more often. Uh, perfusion of the right carotid uh, was impaired more in women uh, and neurological dysfunction was more common in women, 23% versus 14, I guess reflecting how much iller they were. Um, so weirdly, the surgical repair was less extensive in women and the operations took less time in women, um, and uh, which I'm not sure what that means. Uh, but uh, at after surgery, uh, women were more likely to suffer from preoperative neurological injury, 23% uh, versus 10%. And this is the thing, they had a worse survival. So the survival in 24 hours, the mortality in 24 hours was 14% for women, 7% for men. And at 30 days, it was 25% for women and 13% for men. Oh, what's it like in your practice? Um, I've never particularly sort of broken it into women and men, but uh, and also I suppose the other thing that jumps out is that high mortality rate that is recognised in the literature. 25%, a quarter of women won't survive their aortic dissection repair. Now, if you look into the figures, um, these were really ill people. So 7% of women had had pre-op CPR, 13% uh, were intubated, 17% uh, were already neurologically impaired so and 20% had tamponade so you know these these aren't just people sitting there stably waiting to go to theater for their operation so so it is understandable that this they have a 25% mortality but it is interesting that uh, that women uh, are not doing as well as men and it probably is something to do more with the pre-op more critical state I would guess but anyway an interesting paper uh, quite thoughtful quite good to look at those figures and uh, it always strikes me how high the mortality rate is in aortic dissection. 
Um, I think there is a lot of work that can be done. There are some incredible centres out there that have 5% mortalities. Uh, and, and I've always wondered whether that is the case selection because they have people coming from far and wide or, or whether they have some magic. Um, and certainly going to the Cleveland Clinic, they have a very low aortic dissection mortality. They're super fast. They do, they do revascularization of renals. They do uh, intervention uh, in head and neck vessels. So, you know, maybe it is opening up the blood supply to all the other parts that are knocked off. That, that might be the key, but uh, interesting paper and some food for thought. The third paper that we've chosen is from uh, Seoul National University Hospital, Republica Career, and it's in the European Journal this week. Machine learning based prediction of survival and mitral regurgitation recurrence in patients undergoing much of a repair. So the interesting bit is this is a 20 year outcome data analysis. So they've got a really very large series, 436 patients uh, who had their surgery over 20 years. Uh, and they use a load of machine learning AI to predict who did well and who did badly. And, uh, and yeah, the AI did really, really well. So um, it was an interesting paper just to find um, what makes a valve repair last better or worse. They got a very low mortality, 0.9%. They only had a 3.5% reoperation. So they're clearly very good surgeons. And even though some of the indices did a bit better than others, really the thing that came out for me is the more difficult the repair, the worse they do. So uh, I guess that's not not beyond compre comprehension, uh, but uh, but that was interesting, and that's on the front of the Europe of the CTS Net uh, in our news updates this week. So I'll hand you over to uh, CTS Net office to tell you what else there is on the website this week. Are you on the lookout for a new job in cardiothoracic surgery? Hundreds of open positions are waiting for you at CTSNet's Career Center. Through CTSNet.org, you can browse jobs and sign up for custom job alerts direct to your inbox. For an even more enhanced experience, create a free account and upload your resume so employers and recruiters can find you. Happy job hunting! Now, back to the beat. So for the video summaries this week, we've done something a bit different. Uh, we're just giving you all the summaries of the best videos of last year. So uh, we've broken it down uh, into cardiac and congenital to thoracic uh, and, uh, and, and into all the categories of our editors. So I guess probably if you're a little bit time limited, you can't watch every single one, which I have because they're all great, uh, then maybe just go to your uh, specialist section. So if you're a cardiac surgeon, uh, we picked some really good videos. Um, the one that was most popular actually was Aortic Hemiarch, the seven minute technique by Stephen Spindell. And actually I did an interview with him all about this, which I, I really enjoyed. Uh, so, so yeah, take a look at that. Caused a bit of controversy actually. Uh, Craig Miller, who many of you know, um, sent me a bit of an email saying, that's not a Hemiarch, a Hemiarch. Uh, you need to take the head and neck vessels off. So there's a little bit of controversy of what the definition is of a hemiarch. I wonder what you think about that. We may actually try and catch up with Craig Miller to see his views on what does a hemiarch exactly mean. Can you just scallop under the uh, the minor curvature uh, halfway round to be half a hemiarch or do you need to take the head and neck vessels off to be a hemiarch? So it sounds like that's a little bit controversial. 
Um, another video I really enjoyed was post-invarction VSD closure without ventriculotomy. I mean, I thought this was absolutely genius, this video. It looked really, really good once you could actually see it. I couldn't even visualize it when they described it on paper. But watching a video of how to close it without cutting the ventricle open was mind-blowing. I was really impressed with this by Mario Torre, Enrico Coschioni. Really, really good. I love that one. We've got a couple of internal memory artery harvest hints and tips videos, which we liked. Aortic debranching and um, and some hints and tips of uh, bleeding management. If you like thoracics, which who wouldn't after all, uh, we picked some really nice videos for you. Uh, our top of the shop most popular thoracic video of 2023 was David Rice's brilliant step-by-step -step guide to 3D segmentation of tumour, airways and vessels for preoperative planning. Uh, we're all 3D planning these days and this was an absolutely beautiful, wonderful uh, video all about how to do it uh, uh, really nicely from David Rice. Great job. We chose a nice video how to control PA bleeding. Um, we chose a real favourite of mine, ICG labelling for a thoracic duct ligation. I was just, I just can't wait for my next thoracic duct ligation because it just looks so obvious. And they switched the ICG camera on and off to show the difference uh, and they injected into the uh, lymph nodes next to your femoral vessels. I thought that was a beaut by Justin Oliveira and Otisita Onuga. I really liked that. Um, the other one that really stood out to me was by Adam Hansen. Um, when I looked at it, I watched it about three times. Costal margin reconstruction for complex slipping rib syndrome. I do do some of these operations. And actually, I wasn't sure what he was exactly doing. And then I actually had a patient that was exactly the same as the video. And I've actually operated on that patient. They got a lot better. So so I, I actually fell off my chair in surprise. I didn't think they'd get better. And it did. And it was thanks to this video. So it was really, really great. Um, we had a little summary of a few other videos. Uh, the ones, uh, a few that I chose uh, were some, was uh, one called Five Heart Valve Procedures to Expand Your Knowledge. Quite like that one. And Sammy Syed uh, picked five videos uh, on congenital, uh, all the most wacky, crazy, brilliant uh, sort of congenital cases uh, that, that you often get. So How I Do It, Single Ventricle Palliation with Nords and Sano. Uh, I really like that one. Off Pump, Kawashima Procedure in a 10-month-old. That was really nice. And Tricuspid Valve Replacement with the Right Atrial Appendage. Uh, valve cutting the right atrial appendage off and turning it into a valve that was my personal favorite i've actually got quite a few nikaido operations this year uh, or last year sorry uh, on the website and and it seems to be certainly gaining a lot of popularity and there are a few really nice ones there Finally, Emily Farkas, our uh, global editor, picked a few really nice videos. Uh, a really nice interview with Penelope Adinku, uh, Ghana's first female surgeon. I really like that one. Uh, rheumatic heart disease, important steps to tackle a misunderstood disease. That was great. Um, and an interview with Glib Yemets as well. Uh, that was a surgeon doing heart surgery in Kyiv, in Ukraine, in a war. Uh, we really loved that video. Uh, finally, we also got Lorena Montes. Lorena Montes, our new cardiac editor. Uh, she's great. She's from Colombia. Uh, and, uh, and she picked some really great videos. Orthotopic heart transplant, uh, always a very popular one. Harvesting of the right gastroplaic artery in CABG. Um, not done much in the UK at all. And yet, uh, 
it would look so straightforward when you use this video and it looks like the perfect graph for the PDA to me because it's so close. That was really nice. And then uh, the Cabrol patch to, with Cooley fistula, a great way for difficult control bleeding. I actually fully admit when I saw this video, I didn't even know about this technique. Uh, it was really amazing and very impressive. And uh, fortunately, I haven't had to use it yet, uh, which is great, but I was really impressed with that. Uh, and... Uh, Leanne Ashrafian, our thoracic editor, picked uh, right main PA bleeding control with uh, unipodal vats and a metastatic high-grade osteosarcoma with extension into the left atrium uh, video, which was uh, quite a mind-blower uh, for people who like big surgery. So that was a whole long load of all our best of 2023. They're all on the front page of CTSnet right now. If you want to go to your special area, please do. Uh, and I thought it was a really good set of videos that we had in 2023. I really hope it gets even better next year. We're really trying to get some great series together. We're really trying to be contemporary. So that's why we've got surgery after TAVA profiling very prominently. We're going to do a load of robotic videos uh, and we're going to try and give you uh, the best and most interesting videos uh, coming forward in 2024. Upcoming events. Well, we can't uh, talk about upcoming events without talking about the 60th STS annual meeting uh, over in San Antonio. I'll be there. I hope you'll be there too. We're bringing our full CTSnet office. So come and say hi at the stand. We're going to catch some of the key players uh, at the STS there and do some interviews with them. Uh, and, uh, and I hope you can make it too. January 27th to 29th. I hope you'll be there. If you can't be there, then actually there's a really interesting course at EX House, Fundamentals of Coronary Surgery. Nice and cheap, it's 60 euros if you're an EX member, 100 if you're not. Uh, and it's all about coronary artery disease. But the thing that stood out for me is the, the faculty. It's really great. Sam Nasher from Papworth, who invented the Euroscore. Stephen Freems, uh, Teresa Kieser, Aaron Arasinga. So really great faculty. Check that out, it's on the EX website now. And EX also holding an aortic dissection webinar, an online virtual course course uh, if you want to sit in the comfort of your own home and have a look at that. So finally uh, we will end with a double. I normally do a Where's Diego and an honourable mention but I'm going to combine it because at the end of last year Diego put out uh, quite an impressive announcement. He announced that the Shanghai Pulmonary Hospital where he works for around three months of the year has just completed its 25th thousandth lung resection of the year 25th thousandth and I just cannot believe that it's incredible um, so to put that into context uh, the UK does 8,000 lung resections per year so this one hospital does three years worth of the whole of the UK's operations in one year so I'm guessing it's like one hospital doing Britain France's and Spain's resections all in one place and I think that is just incredible and it is already show it bearing fruit because there's so many surgeons there they're holding six courses a year to teach the very best in thoracic surgery they're inventing a new robot there they're really pushing the specialty forwards and I think uh, we do have to look uh, and reach out to these amazing units and, and maybe we'll even go and visit them at some stage as a world's best uh, series because you know you can't can't look anywhere else apart from there 
for thoracic surgery. So well done, Diego, but also well done everybody else there. And uh, if you haven't been there, it certainly is worth taking a pilgrimage to get over there once in your career. So that's it for this week. Uh, we are going to be here every week this year. So do join us. Uh, I'll try and make it as interesting as we can. We'll try and keep up to date with all the interesting topics of the year. And thanks for joining us and see you next week on the CTS NetBeat podcast. <laughs>